The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. When real estate prices go up, the city of Richmond takes in more tax revenue. And prices have gone up so much, the city has millions more than it expected. Jad Khalil reports on how Richmond wants to spend that money. The city of Richmond received $21 million more than it expected in real estate taxes. Now city council will have to decide where all that money goes. As it stands, there's a proposal to allocate about $17 million to several city agencies and to area nonprofits. Public safety agencies could get money for pay raises. The police would get $2.6 million, and the fire department could get $1.9 million. City officials are aiming to bring salaries in those departments in line with comparable jobs in neighboring counties. There's also millions of dollars set aside for inclement weather shelters, which the city is behind schedule in opening. Council will get an update on those operations later this week. These spending priorities, as well as real estate tax rebates, will be voted on at a meeting next week. Jad Khalil, VPM News. Charlottesville City Council announced it hired a new police chief during a Monday meeting. Michael Cotches, who for about two years served as Warrington Police Chief, will become Charlottesville's top cop beginning January 16th, according to the Daily Progress. Rashal Brackney last held the position, but was fired by former city manager Chip Boyles in 2021. The position has been vacant since then. Brackney later filed a $10 million lawsuit accusing city leaders of conspiring to fire her for trying to address racial inequality, nepotism, and other issues within the department. Chesapeake school officials sent a letter to families last week about a community group meeting on school grounds. It's called the After School Satan Club. Catherine Hafner with partner station WHRO News has more. It started with a flyer for a club meeting on December 15th at B.M. Williams Primary School. Here's the headline. Hey kids, let's have fun at After School Satan Club. The flyer says it would include science and community service projects, puzzles, snacks, and more. The group behind it, called the Satanic Temple, describes itself as a non-theistic religion that views Satan as a literary figure. Superintendent Jared Cotton says in the letter to parents that the district has long allowed community groups to use school facilities outside the school day. Cotton says officials can't lawfully discriminate against such groups based on religion. Chesapeake's not the first place to encounter the issue. The Satanic Temple sued a Pennsylvania school board this spring for denying a school club proposal. It's held the clubs across the country. Cotton says the club is not endorsed by the school district and has no employee sponsor. The next school board meeting on December 12th will discuss the topic. That was Catherine Hafner reporting. Also, a brief disclaimer to note that Chesapeake Public Schools is a stakeholder in an organization that holds the license for WHRO stations. Governor Glenn Youngkin says he, quote, completely disagrees with former President Donald Trump's call last week to terminate the U.S. Constitution. Tuesday, at a Wall Street Journal event, Youngkin suggested Democrats had also taken aim at the founding document. I've watched uh, the other party really erode many of the constitutional principles that I hold dear, and, and as, as Republicans, we should not contribute to this. 
In a statement, Democratic Party of Virginia spokesperson Liam Watson said he was pleased to see Youngkin disavow Trump's comments, but questioned why it took him so long. Trump's Saturday post on his social media site repeated false claims of election fraud and urged the suspension of, quote, all rules, even those found in the U.S. Constitution. A special grand jury investigation released this week details failures by Loudoun County Public School administrators that led to the sexual assault of two students. The grand jury, convened by Attorney General Jason Miaris, claims the assaults were preventable. The investigation says that the district failed to intervene with the student charged with the assaults on multiple occasions, including before and after a transfer to another school where the second assault occurred. The report also includes several recommendations, like greater transparency with the community surrounding serious incidents. A new residential community with a thousand homes could soon be coming to Verina. Midlothian developer East West Communities is proposing a mix of townhouses and single-family homes near Pocahontas Parkway at Route 5, according to Richmond BizSense. Green space and connections to the Virginia Capitol Trail are part of the plan. East West previously developed the Woodlake and Brandermill areas in Chesterfield. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) 